0: to the seance room where we communicate with our dearly departed and the occasional annoying frustrating but friendly office ghost the seance room is a place where we all come to discuss everything and anything under the paranormal umbrella so stay with us join hands and enjoy the episode. Hey, folks. So tonight, I'm going to be discussing an event that um, had a movie of the same title. Um, it involves the city of Los Angeles, the United States Navy. United States Air Force and it also involves the UFOs. Now you may be asking yourself, but Miss Hyde, what can you be talking about? Well, I am talking about the Battle of Los Angeles or as it's known um, as the Great Los Angeles Air Raid um so this event took place February 24th into the morning of February 25th 1942 and it took place over the city of Los Angeles Okay. um now, we had just gone and entered the war. So this event takes place three months, two or three months after we enter war. Okay. Um, we all know that we, World War II, we entered the war because the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor. So a lot of this event um, takes place um, over the West Coast, okay? So, the United States um, gets word that the Japanese are planning to attack the mainland. And that could be anywhere on the West Coast, from Alaska down to California. Um, now, on February 23rd, um which was the day before this event started. Um, and uh, there was a bombardment of Elwood um, near Santa Barbara, okay? So you have the attack of Pearl Harbor in December. And then in February 23rd you have an, a b- bombardment near Santa Barbara. And then you have supposedly um, rumored air attacks, air raids um, on the West Coast, okay? So keep this all in mind, okay? So you got the U.S. Navy involved, you got the U.S. Air Force involved, you have the cities, the city of Los Angeles involved, but you also have Juneau, Alaska involved, Seattle, Washington involved so you have a lot of other states on the west coast that are preparing for this okay that are you know being like ramped up okay so um the secretary of navy frank knox held a press conference and he stated that the Uh, attack on the West Coast was a false alarm. There was no such thing, okay? But at that same time, newspapers um, had their own speculations, and they published a number of reports stating that, again, the military is doing a cover-up. And we all know how good the military is at cover-ups they're wonderful at covering up any story hey so this total event there was only five deaths um three were in a car accident sorry if you hear dogs in the background um and two were from heart attacks so in 1949 so jump a couple years forward um, the U.S. Coast Artillery Association, um, ID'd a mirror, meter logical a weather balloon, um, that was aloft, that it was released at 1 a.m., and with that one balloon being released, it started the, the entire shooting, um... And um, with that being started imaginations started to go crazy now skip another 40 some years to 1983 the Office of the U.S. Air Force History um, state that this entire event was caused by war nerves and triggered by a lost weather balloon and by stray flares and shells burst. So, a lost weather balloon, stray flares, and shells being burst. I, that reminds me of the Phoenix Lights, <laughs> where it was, you know, military aircrafts dropping flares. Um, and for some odd reason, these flares um, were all stationary. And we all know flares fall at different speeds and they go out after a couple minutes. So this is why the newspaper all would be saying it's a cover-up. Something else is going on. So Pearl Harbor gets attacked on December 7th, 41. Okay. We go to, the, we go to war next day. You have public outrage. And you have paranoia across the country. The And especially on the West Coast. So again, like Alaska, Oregon, Washington, and California. So you have paranoia hitting those states. Because they all fear that the Japanese are going to attack or they're going to invade the mainland. Okay. Which could happen realistically. Um, You know... Look at 9-11. We didn't think we were ever going to get bombed. And what happened? We got bombed. So, I mean, back then, people actually feared that the Japanese were going to bomb and invade us. Okay. Um, Juno, Alaska. The residents were told to cover the windows at night for the blackout. Because they were told that the japanese submarines were lurking um along the southeast alaskan coast rumored that japanese are off the coast okay also rumored that the japanese aircraft carriers were cruising off the coast of san francisco bay area which resulted in oakland closing its schools and issuing blackouts, okay? Civil defense sirens provided by the Oakland Police Department cars blared through the city and radio silence were ordered. So you have this city taking its precautions, ordering blackouts, ordering radio silence, ordering people to stay in, no come out, okay? City of uh, Seattle imposed blackouts of all buildings and vehicles now if you had left your lights on in a building um, businesses vehicles mobs of people would go and smash and turn off the lights okay so people took this serious Now, people even took it more serious when rumor, I'm using air quotes, started to fly that 500 U.S. Army troops had moved to the Walt Disney Studios in Burbank. Now, remember I told you, you know, Van Nuys had a whole bunch of um, those air sirens Posts and, and and horns and all that stuff you can still find a couple of those in Burbank so okay so keep that in mind um, and that the army was there to defend um, the Hollywood facility against enemy sabotage and air attacks so. All these rumors are starting to trigger all these events up the West Coast. And people are getting paranoid. People are getting antsy. People are scared, you know, because they're believing these rumors. Now, the U.S. began to mobilize for the war. Anti-aircraft guns were installed. Bunkers were built. Air raid precautions um, were drilled into um were drilled in into the the population all over the country okay now contributing to the paranoia many american merchant ships were indeed attacked by the japanese submarines off the west coast especially from half of december of 41 through uh february of 42 the SS Air Eggworld airwald I don't know I'm a bunch of that. escaped the attack. SS Amido it sank. The SS Samoa escaped. SS Larry Doheny sank. The SS Dorothy Phillips damaged. The SS HM Story escaped, but then later sank. Um, the SS Camden sank. Um, the SS Montebello sank. The SS Barbara Olson escaped. The SS Connecticut was damaged. The SS Idaho uh, was had minor damage. Um, Now, as the hysteria continued to mount on February 23rd um, at 7.15pm during one of President uh, Roosevelt's uh, fireside chats with the Japanese um, submarine, the I-17 surfaced near Santa Barbara and shelled the Elwood oil field in Goleta. Remember, I prior to this, there was that bombardment of the Elwood, okay? So this is was it. Although the damage was minimal, like 5,000 in property damage, which was like about 7,900 in 2019. But it had no injuries, okay? Now, the attack had a profound effect on the public imagination, okay? West Coast residents started to believe that the Japanese could storm their beaches at any moment. Now, less than 4 months later, Japanese forces bombed Dutch Harbor in Alaska and landed troops in the um, Aleutian Islands of Alaska, okay? So, people are starting to believe this stuff and, you know, like, see, this is happening in Alaska. It's happening in, in, you know, Santa Barbara. It's going to happen, okay? So all this is being fed in to the people's mind. Now, the alarms are raised. Now, on February 24th, 1942, the U.S. Naval Intelligence issued a warning that an attack on mainland California could be expected within the next 10 hours so you, they're telling people we're gonna get hit in the next 10 hours okay now that evening many flares and blinking lights were reported from the vicinity of defense plants okay now an alert was called at 7:18 and lifted at 10 23 p.m Okay. Three. They, they renewed the activity began early in the morning on the th- on the 25th of February. Okay. Now, at 2:25 in the morning, air raid sirens sounded all throughout LA County. Now, if you don't know, California, Los Angeles County is massive. Okay. Just the city of LA has like 4.5 million people. That's just LA. Now, include the entire county. That's huge. Okay? So keep that in mind. Now, a total blackout was ordered and thousands of air raid wardens were summoned to their position, okay? So they're calling it. They're like, we're going to get attacked. Okay? So at 316 in the morning, the 37th Coast Artillery... Brigade began firing .50 caliber machine guns and 12.8 pound anti-aircraft shells into the air at a reported aircraft. Right? So they don't know what it is, but hell to hell with it. We're going to start firing at it. Now, Pilots of the 4th interceptor command were alerted, but their aircraft remained grounded. So they were giving the heads up, but they weren't giving clearance to go, which is weird. You have ground crews shooting at an aircraft, but you're not going to have your aircraft crew leave. I don't know. To me that's weird. Okay, now the artillery fire continued sporadically until about 4.15 in the morning, okay? The all-clear, in air quotes, was sounded and the blackout order was lifted at 7.21 in the morning, okay? Several buildings and vehicles were damaged by shell fragments. Five civilians died, like I mentioned before. um, Indirect result of the anti- aircraft fire again three were um, killed in, in that car accidents which ensuing chaos two of heart attacks att- attributed to the stress of the hour-long action the incident was the front page news along the Pacific coast and across the nation so you have all these people there I mean to be honest If you only had two people die of heart attacks due to stress and stuff going on, there has to be more people. There would have had to be more people, Fred, and more people The like, five total, come on. To me, it sounds like they're, they're covering up more incidents. I don't know. Okay. Now, the press. Okay. Now... Within hours of ending the raid, Secretary of the Navy Frank Knox held his press conference saying that the entire incident had been a false alarm due to the anxiety and war nerves. So you're telling me that you're going to stand up in front of reporters and lie to their face saying this was a false alarm, somebody got trigger happy, and it started it all. I don't think so. Trigger happy, yeah. I could, I can see soldiers getting an itchy finger and they want to, you know, go to war Because of whatever happened in Pearl Harbor. I get it. But to be, to say it was a false alarm and, um, you know, blame it on anxiety and war nerves. I, I just don't. I don't buy that. Now, Knox's comments were followed by a statement from the Army the next day that reflected um, General George C. Marshall's supposition that the incident might have been caused by enemy agents using commercial airplanes in a psychological warfare campaign to generate panic. So I don't know which one to believe. Knox's reason of anxiety and Warners or General Marshall's bullshit of enemy using airplanes to psych us out and cause panic. Seriously, I don't know which one to believe because they both sound like bullshit to me. Now, press us outlets suspect cover-up of the truth. That's where I'm going. Okay, now, the Long Beach Independent wrote. There is a mysterious, um, there's mystery with this whole affair and it appears that some form of censorship is trying to halt discussion of the matter. And I, I agree. I agree with the Long Beach Independent. It's a cover up. Something really happened, but the Navy and the Army somehow came up, came up with this stupid reason that they want people to believe but common sense and logic make you question their reason which again i'm questioning it okay now speculation was rampant as to involving invading airplanes and bases okay theories included a secret base in northern mexico as well as Japanese submarines stationed offshore with the capability of carrying planes. Others speculated that the incident was either staged or exaggerated to give coastal defense industries an excuse to move further inland. Now, representative William Ford of Santa Monica called for a congressional investigation, saying none of the explanations so far offered Removed the episode from the category of complete mystification. This was either a practice raid or a raid to throw a scare into two million people, or a mistaken identity raid or a raid to lay a political foundation to take away Southern California's war industries. (coughs) Excuse me. So, Leland looks at this and he's saying, bullshit. Either you all are practicing a raid, you're trying to scare the people, or, you know, you're using the raid to remove, you know, industries from the economy. And I agree. I I agree with Representative Ford. Okay, so, I mean, none of this shit makes sense, and I don't understand why, I don't know. So, at the end of the war in forty-five, the Japanese government declared that they had flown no airplanes over Los Angeles during the war. In eighty-three, the U.S. Office of um, Air Force concluded the analysis that evidence points to meteorological balloons that caused the initial alarm okay so Japan is telling us that after that you know after the war that they didn't fly anywhere over LA the Air Force is telling us that it was a lost balloon that triggered it now I don't know to believe Japan I don't know to believe the lost balloon okay but all I smell is bullshit and it's not the good kind of bullshit so <clears throat> um, let's see All right, so. So, you know, Leland is sticking to his guns, you know, something else is out there. And you guys, you know, between the army and the Navy, y'all are telling us that it's our jitters. Our paranoia, our anxiety that is getting to us. Um, and that's what you they want us to believe. Now, there was a photo published in the Los Angeles Times um, on February 26, 1942 that featured a UFO conspiracy theories as evidence of the extraterrestrial visitation. Now, they asserted that the photo clearly shows searchlights focused on an alien spaceship. However, the photo seemed to be heavily modified um, by a photo retouching prior to the publication. Now, if you Google it, Um, you'll find a couple images stating, you know, searchlights and looking at the um, sky, okay? Now, Los Angeles Times writer Larry Hirsch noted that the retouched photo along with the fake newspaper headlines were presented as true historical material in the trailer of the 2011 film, Battle Los Angeles. Now, if the publicity campaign wanted to establish UFO research as nothing but lies and fakery, it couldn't have done a better job. Um, it's just, I don't... Okay, and... Hold up. I'm trying to speed-read here. Now, so, like I said, at the end of the war, the Japanese stated that they didn't send any planes over the area. That um, all, the, all those submarine-launched aircraft were subs- subsequently used over Seattle. Okay, now... A study of the evidence suggests that the balloons known to have been released over Los Angeles may well have caused the initial alarm. But then again, why are you releasing weather balloons at night during wartime? Unless you're like an idiot and you can't grasp that some people are gonna mistake the military including civilians are gonna mistake that as enemy and shoot at it I still say it was a UFO I'm just saying um, now a careful study of the evidence suggests that the balloons known to be released over LA may well have caused the alarm. Now, the theory is supported by the fact that anti-craft artillery units were officially criticized for having wasted ammunition on targets which moved too slow to have been planes. Now, after firing started, careful observation was difficult because of the drifting smoke from the shillbursts. Now, the acting commander of the Anti-Craft Artillery Brigade in the area testified that he had first been convinced that he had seen 15 planes in the air, but he had quickly decided that he was seeing smoke. Okay. You claim to see 15 planes, but then you change your story... Or you change your mind and it was just smoke. It, something made you think there were planes. So, something about that smoke made you think there were planes. Which, I don't know how you get planes out of smoke. Um, but I think this dude was smoking crap. Now, competent correspondents like. Ernie Pyle and Bill Henry witnessed the shooting. Okay, they were there. They saw it, and wrote they never they were never able to make out an airplane. It's hard. It is a hard to see in any event what the enemy purpose would have served by an attack in which no bombs were dropped, unless perhaps Mister. Stimson suggested the purpose had been reconnaissance so if two people cannot make out an airplane but yet you have somebody saying that they seen 15 airplanes and you have two people saying we can't even make out an airplane So a lot of people um, believe that it wasn't in a, a weather balloon that the military. A lot of the soldiers saw a UFO in the sky, and that started the. or it initiated the attack with guns being fired and. Um, at this unidentified flying object, okay? Now. Powerful searchlights from countless stations stab the sky with bright probing fingers. So, mind you, there's a whole bunch of different stations, and these super powerful bright lights are pointing to this craft. Okay? While anti aircraft batteries dotted the heavens with beautiful, if sinister, orange burst of sharp shrap metal Okay. now chaos reigned over the next several minutes now it appeared that Los Angeles was under attack yet many of those who looked skyward saw nothing but smoke and the glare of ack ack fire Now, your imagination, they're saying that imagination could have easily disclosed many shapes in the sky, in the midst of that weird symphony of noise and color. But, the cold detachment disclosed that no planes of any type in the sky, friendly or enemy. Now, for other people, however, the threat appeared to be real. Now reports poured in from across the city, describing Japanese aircraft flying in formation, bombs falling, and and the enemy paratroopers. Now there was even a claim of Japanese plane plane crash landing in the streets of Hollywood. You know, I could barely see the planes, but they were up there, all right. The coastal alt- artillery man named Charles Patrick. later wrote in a letter I could see six planes and the shells were bursting all around them naturally all of us fellows were anxious to get our two cents worth in when the command came everybody cheered like a son of a gun I thought he was gonna say son of a bitch (laughs) son of a gun now the barrage eventually continued for an hour by the time the final all-clear ordered given later that morning the Los Angeles artillery batteries had pumped over 1,400 rounds of anti-craft ammunition into the sky. That's a lot of ammunition. For what? Now, it was only in the light of day that the American military units made a puzzling discovery. There had been there, there appeared to be no enemy attack. Now, the reports were conflicting and every effort is being made to ascertain that the facts. It is clear that no bombs were dropped, no planes were shot down. A statement from the Army's West, Western Defense Command. Now, ironically, the only damage during the battle had come from friendly fire. Well, no, Sherlock. You have your 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 guys shooting. Somebody's gonna get caught in the crosshairs. Duh. As anti aircraft shrap shrap metal rained down across the city, shattering windows, ripping through buildings. See, this is where carelessness falls in so i say there was more deaths than five because you have all this metal falling from you know all this stuff that was being fired it's hot it fell through a house it fell through cars i mean people had to have died, but then again, I'm just—I wasn't there, and I wasn't experienced. I didn't experience it, so I don't know. One dud um, careened into a Long Beach golf course, and several residents had their harm homes partially destroyed by three-inch artillery shells. See what I mean? That could have landed on somebody's. Home and killed somebody. While there were no serious serious injuries from the shootout, um, you know you had people who passed away. In a preview of the hysteria, the would soon accompany the Japanese internment now authorities also arrested some 20 japanese americans for allegedly trying to signal the non-existent aircraft bullshit i'm sorry so you're going to take these japanese americans and you're going to put them in a camp because you believe that they were signaling the enemy Lord have mercy give me patience now over the next few days the government and media outlets issued contradictory reports on what later became known as Battle of Los Angeles now Secretary of the Navy dismissed the firefight as false alarm I already said that okay now Um, but the Secretary of War Henry Stimson echoed Army's brass in saying that at least 15 planes had buzzed the city. False alarm, or 15 planes, mm, you know. He even advanced the provocative theory that the phantom fighters may have been commercial aircrafts operated by enemy agents. Now. Stimson later backpedaled his claims, but there was still the matter of thousands of military personnel and civilians who claimed to have seen aircraft in the skies over LA. According to the New York Times, witnesses had spotted a big floating object resembling a balloon, while others had spotted anywhere from one plane to several dozen. Now, the more the whole incident of early February 25th was examined, the more incredible it becomes. Now, what caused the shootout of LA? So, the Japanese already said that they didn't fly any planes over LA.
1: Now,
0: A more logical explanation for the firefight is that the trigger-happy servicemen um, and the rudimentary radar system combined produced a false alarm. I still don't understand. how a weather balloon why a weather balloon would be released so early in the morning. Now, it's likely that the Battle of Los Angeles was just a mirage. Um, It was still a reminder of the vulnerability of many Americans felt at the beginning of World War II. The Japanese would later you know um hatched several schemes to attack the american mainland including launching 9000 explosive laden fire balloons but none of them produced enough um ne- none of them produced enough um level of mass hysteria Um, as the phantom shootout over L.A. Now, even at that time, many journalists noted that it was fitting that the incident had taken place in the home of the film industry. Now, an article of March of 1942, the New York Times wrote that the world's permanent fabricator of make-believe Hollywood appeared to have played the host to the battle that was just another illusion. Now, getting back to this, I believe that there could have been a UFO um, in the sky that night. Um, If people are describing, you know, one object could be a UFO. But at the same time, you know, we were attacked in December of the prior year. So a lot of people were trigger happy and they, you know, wanted to seek revenge. But if you're going to tell the nation if you're going to tell the west coast in particular that it is a false alarm um, the navy and the air force should have got the stories together and not give two different stories because that also leads to confusion the people are going to be like okay who do i believe the navy or the air force Do I believe the president? Who do I believe? Again, they—they they don't know. So, what do you guys think? Was it a UFO? Was it trigger happy servicemen that wanted to get um, their piece of the war? Was it uh, weather balloons? But then again, if you think it's a weather balloon, then why is it being released at night? How come it couldn't be released during the day? Inquiring minds would like to know. I would like to know. Wouldn't you like to know? Um, So that movie was... Loosely based on this event that happened in February of 42. So, let me know what you think. Do you think that the military um, powers should have got their story straight and collaborated and have each other's back? Do you think it was a weather balloon? Do you think it was a UFO? Or do you think this whole thing was bullshit and didn't really happen so leave me your comments and I will be talking to you later if you're new to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast and you're looking for a platform that is user friendly that has everything you need at your fingertips that won't set any limits, that you can earn money, then I would recommend Anchor. Now, Anchor can be used basically anywhere. You could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed where you can edit, um, record, and upload. Um, you can throw in um, soundtracks you can I mean everything is there for you now I use it because like it's user-friendly and um, it is free and I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing Now, most platforms, you know, before you can even try it out, you need to sign up and pick a plan. I like Anchor because I don't have to go through any of that. So, I recommend it. Now, if you really want to get into it, I recommend you going to your website, anchor.fm, and, you know, signing up. Or you can download anchor.fm from the Google Store, iTunes, um, and give it a try. So don't forget to go to anchor.fm, sign up, and I'll see you all in the podcast community. Have you ever wanted a podcast that um, is multifaceted? Um, that your hosts are cool and down to earth, you know? they talk about everything under the sun including the kitchen sink but they also are real you know well let me tell you about table muscles now rob and wolf are co-hosts and rob is a good friend of mine um, they have a really cool podcast that um, like I said covers everything you know they do conspiracy theories they do um, shout outs they um, support uh, an uh, an organization or an awareness um, for the month Um, if you um, are um, going through a rough time you know they make themselves available you know you can hit them up with a direct message on insta their Facebook book page um, I don't know if they have a twitter yet um, but they're a really cool podcast two really down to earth guys that um, keep it real You know, they're there for you. Um, They talk about a lot of different things. So their podcast has a little bit of everything. Um, Make sure you go check them out. It's Table Muscles. They're on every platform. They're on social media. Um, Let them know that um, Miss Hyde from what the paranormal sent you. And um, go show them some love and, and support they're fairly new but you know let's show our support and um they have a little bit of everything so you know they may have topics that you really enjoy so go take a listen and see what they have don't forget they're called table muscles and they're on uh, social media and um They um, are on all the podcast platforms. And don't forget to tell them that Ms. Hyde from What the Paranormal sent you over. Thank you for joining us in the seance room. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. And I would like to thank all our new listeners, all our current listeners, and all our future listeners for joining us. With that being said, please like, share, and subscribe our podcast. We are on all platforms from Apple to Spotify to CastBox, soon to be iHeartRadio. So you can probably find us on all uh, podcast platforms. If you have any stories you'd like to share please go ahead and email us at whattheparanormal1977 at gmail.com we'll take a look at your story and we'll read it if you would like to follow us on social media we are on youtube instagram facebook and twitter you can also leave us a message via the anchor app the link will be listed below and with that being said We close the seance room and we hope you all have a good day and keep it ghosting.